Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. Well, Traveling Pulpit family, I promise I won't keep you long, but I will tell you from Psalms 118 and 24, the Word of God says that this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Well, it's Christmas Eve, and I promise I won't keep you long today. I just want to give you what the Lord has given to me. You see, Jesus has come, and he will come again. And we know this because the Word tells us this. Also, the Word lets us know that it's talking directly to us about us. How do I know this? Well, over in the book of Luke, chapter 1, 34 and 35, we find a young woman named Mary who is about to be married to a man named Joseph. And Mary is a virgin and she has a heavenly visitor by the name of Gabriel, who is God's messenger. And Gabriel came or Gabriel comes to give Mary this message. And the message is that she will be the carrier for God's only son. Mary wanted to know how was this possible because she's a virgin. Mary only knew one way of conception, which is the way that we all know conception to be. But this isn't the way that the Lord wanted to do conception. You see, he does it a different way because he wanted his seed to be perfect among men. Because if his seed is to lead men back to him, he is perfect. So what he sent out is perfect so that by accepting his son, one day we will become perfect, that we will be able to stand before him in our perfection. But Mary, in her confusion, her confusion, but her faithfulness, she was confused, but she was faithful. She wanted to know how was this possible? And Gabriel explained to her that the Holy Spirit will come upon her and the power of the Most High will overshadow her. Therefore, allowing the seed that comes from the Most High to be placed inside of her womb. And from there, the process of uh, maturation in pregnancy will begin. And nine months later, Jesus was born. Well, Traveling Pulpit family, over in the book of Isaiah 7 and 10, we read about Isaiah telling King Ahaz that the Lord himself will give you a sign. And behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. I'm quite sure. I am most sure that Mary read this scripture. I'm so certain that Mary read this scripture. But at the moment when it was being revealed to her that this scripture was talking about her, she was in confusion, but still in faithfulness about what the Lord was asking her to do. 
Now, in hindsight, I believe she realized that the scripture was talking about her and how blessed she was to be the carrier to the Messiah. How mind blowing that must have been for her when she realized that. Well, Traveling Pulpit family, I want us to have our minds blown once again because the word talks about us. The word talks to us and the word speaks through us. Here's what I'm saying. First Thessalonians four and 13. The apostle Paul is letting us all know to not want for us to be ununiformed. He doesn't want us to be apart. He wants us to be together. He wants to remind us about those who are asleep because there are some people who have fallen asleep and there are videos on social media of people losing their minds. They're losing their minds because they realize that their family members have gone without giving their lives to Christ. They have gone without a measure of hope on where they're going to spend eternity. And these people are so distraught that they are willing to jump in a casket with dirt covering the hood of the casket because they realize their loved one has not given their life to Christ, have not made a confession to Christ and have not received Christ so that when they depart, they are departing away from Christ. But Paul is telling us that he does not want us to be ununiformed, but together. He wants us to be together about those who are asleep, that we may not grieve as others do who have no hope. You see, if you are in Christ, traveling pulpit family, you have hope. Our family members can, can leave and we will hurt. We will grieve. We will miss them. But we have hope because we know where they are. We know who they're with and we know we will see them one day. This is what Paul is trying to explain to us in First Thessalonians 4 and 13. This is the awareness that we need to be aware of because this is the word that is talking to us. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. Can you imagine your grandmother, your granddad, your mom, your dad, your cousins, your aunts and uncles that have fallen asleep in Christ, you're going to see them again one day in the glory of Jesus Christ. Because they left in hope. They went with him in hope. They believed in him in ho through hope. For this we declare to you by a word from the Lord that we who are alive are left who are left until the coming of the Lord will not precede those who have fallen asleep. Here it comes, y'all. Here it comes. 
because this is talking directly to us about us and it is for us that we benefit from them from this so it is important that you hear this because just as Mary did not know then that she would be the virgin carrier of the Messiah we know now that this word is talking about us if we are prepared and ready for it to happen here it goes for this we declare to you by a word from the Lord that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the voice of an archangel and with the sound of the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. Traveling Pulpit family, it is not only the Christmas season, Christmas holiday, the joyful good news of our Savior being born. Because Mary knows he has already been born. He has already lived among us. He has already sacrificed his life. He has already gone into the hell to take back the keys of hell and death on our behalf. And he has risen with all power in his hand, never to die again. And now we know that he's coming again for us. Just as Mary didn't know then what we know now. Mary was reading about a virgin who became that person she was reading about to carry the Messiah. Now we read about us whom the Lord is going to come one day and get us. What day? What day? Does it even matter what day? What matters? What matters is that this word be used to encourage one another so that all who hear it and receive it will be ready. Why? Because the enemy is going after believers. Buddha, uh, all of those other deities of the world that people want to lay claim to. He's made all of those deities and he has perverted all of those deities so that his followers and his believers will believe in all of that crap. The reason we are so targeted, the reason Christianity is so uh, vilified is because it is the real deal. Jesus told Peter upon his confession that Jesus is the son of is the son of the living God. And Jesus told him upon this rock, I'll build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Satan has used everything he could think of to try and destroy the establishment that Christ set up on earth. But here's the thing. He said the gates of hell would not prevail against it. And it won't. He didn't say it wouldn't infiltrate it. He didn't say it wouldn't look like it. He didn't say that it wouldn't cause great shame. 
that it would cause great scandal, that it would make a mockery of itself. He said it would not prevail and it will not prevail. It has not prevailed in all this time. And we know that it will not prevail for all time. So the message is clear. The song says, Mary, did you know? She knows. So now I'm asking you, do you know? Because right now, I'm quite sure you do. Jesus is coming. Can you imagine a Christmas with him involved? With, with, with the Messiah, with, with Christ, the King with us? Can you just imagine being with him? You know, we can imagine a lot of things. We can, we can con- contort our mind to imagine a lot of things. But to be with him, to be with him, that's unimaginable because that's going to be reality one day. Are you ready? Are you ready, traveling pulpit family? Because just as Mary read about her, that young lady's virginity, she did not know then that that was talking about her. But we read this and we know it's talking about us now. The Bible is basic instruction before leaving earth. And we have been instructed. Traveling Pulpit family, I want to thank you once again for the opportunity to come and share this message with you. I'm just grateful. I'm just absolutely grateful for the opportunities that the Lord gives to us daily and how he provides for us uh, daily, how he uh, feeds us, clothes us, takes care of us, watches over us, keeps us from all danger and harm. You know, we live in a world where we face death constantly. And yet and still the Lord sees to it to bring us back to our loved ones if it is his will. We get on planes, we get on trains, we ride up and down interstates at high rates of speed, jumping in and out of traffic. I'm guilty of it. I don't mind being, uh, you know, be, being openly admitting of my sin. I don't mind that because I am a sinner and I do things of the world. I do. I act out. But then there comes conviction and the Lord convicts me and I have to cry out, forgive me for I have sinned. Forgive me, Father. And so we face death 24-7 all day long. But the relationship is what matters most. So I'd like to know, do you have that relationship Because if you don't, I would like to offer you that relationship right now. Romans 10, 9, that says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's what the word says. That's what the word says. It comes straight from the word. It comes straight from the word. Yes, we know that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory. We know that we are all sinners. We know that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. We know that. We know that. 
This is not to remind you of your sin. This is to help get you uh, the, the salvation while you are a sinner because it is offered to us as sinners. He's not waiting for you to clean yourself up. He's not waiting for you to get your act together. He's not waiting for you to get your ducks in a row. He wants you just as you are. Why? Because when you come to him, he will reveal to you the truth and the truth will do what it will make you free. You will no longer be able to do the things that you once did. You will no longer be able to think the way you once thought, because once you allow yourself the opportunity to be given the truth, the truth is what will make you free. So Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. That is what the word says. You will be saved by doing just what it says. Confession with your mouth, believing in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. And after that comes the baptism taking your old self and laying it down in a watery grave to come up in a newness of life and receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit. So, if you are on social media, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, Traveling Pulpit Ministries. We have... One more week in this year, one more week in this year of 2022, and I want to go out with a whole new message on next week and a whole new message for for, uh, next Traveling Pulpit Saturday, if it's the Lord's will, and I hope that uh, you're ready for it because I'm ready to give it. So with that being said, let's get out of here. Let's enjoy our celebration our celebration of Christ, our celebration of Christmas, our celebration of being with family and our remembrance of our loved ones. So for the Traveling Pool Pit Podcast, I am Vernon Sheridan. I wish you and your family a Merry Christmas. And if you are out today, if you are out doing the last minute shopping and you find yourself in a situation where you have an opportunity to preach and teach the Bible to someone, if necessary, use words. God bless you. I love you. Bye for now.